Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Vanu Podcast. We are the visual arts at Northwest Nazarene University. My name is Mike Bartlett, and we are here to make connections between art and the real world. This episode is all about graphic design. We're going to talk about the classes that you take here at NNU for graphic design emphasis and look at some of the jobs that you uh, might be able to get uh, if you go into the graphic design industry. Now, I always like to start off and talk about, you, know, you might be a graphic designer if you doodle in class or you always kind of draw things on little pieces of paper, whether you're in high school or college or in the professional world already. You might be a graphic designer, yeah, if you doodle a lot and you take notes and sometimes you really appreciate fonts and typography and you really focus on your own handwriting. I talked to a lot of designers that they've noticed this as they grew up and then they got into different areas of design and they never really thought about that. They always appreciated hand done lettering or typography and then when they got into design they realized, oh yeah, that was a huge sign that, uh, that I might be a graphic designer. I also talk to people, they say, oh man, yeah, uh, we have stickers everywhere. But now that does not apply to everybody, but a lot of people either put a lot of stickers on your skateboard, your computer, uh, especially when you're younger, uh, or on your water bottle, whatever it might be. Uh, so creating visuals like that, number one, graphic designers make those things and <laughs> graphic designers like to collect those things and stick them on places too. Um, and then also the last one is just kind of a silly thing, but um, sometimes you might be a graphic designer if you buy food just for the packaging. Have you ever noticed that about yourself? Have you ever done that? Those are a couple things that graphic designers do. They design stickers and packaging and a whole lot more. And uh, if you've ever done some of those things or other similar things, or you notice the visuals about life, um, that's what a graphic designer is. Graphic designers are visual communicators. Uh, and oftentimes, designers are communicators in, um, in print or actual physical tactile material, even signage and wayfinding around uh, a grocery store, around uh, a shopping center, around an airport, a museum, a zoo, things like that. Designers really think through how you get from point A to point B to point C. And you have to tell that information visually um, in your environment and potentially with a map uh, or a website or an app or something like that. Those are all things that designers think through. All right, so now let's move on to uh, jobs you might get as a graphic designer. I have 14 of what I think are, are fairly main graphic design jobs. If you are listening to this and, and you think, oh man, I missed one, uh, please reach out to us um, and let us know. You can either email art at nnu.edu uh, or reach out to us on Instagram at va underscore underscore nnu. Uh, but these are 14 of the jobs that I think are pretty mainstream graphic design. Uh, plus also, uh, we have had students go into these jobs and, and I've had friends work in these jobs. So let's take a look at these 14 uh, common graphic design jobs. Number one, uh, an illustrator. Illustrator is, uh, or illustrations are all, all around, whether you notice them or not. If you see a little image that kind of looks, well, it doesn't have to look hand-drawn, but it can be hand-drawn, it can look computer-generated, uh, or something else like that on food packaging, or uh, a sticker, or especially accompanying maybe a an article in a magazine, uh, or an online article, something like that, or even illustrating image information or statistical information, that's a, that's a graphic designer. Graphic designers put those things together 
together, uh, especially with uh, statistical information. There's a whole other field of visual representation of uh, stats that a designer would have their hands on. So that's number one. Number two, a product designer, like we talked about with food packaging, but product design can apply to so much more. It can apply to all kinds of packaging. That might be for food, it might be for uh, shoes, it might be for apparel, it might be for things you use around your house or around your office. Uh, And you might actually design the actual product itself or at least the concept of it Uh, and then work with a 3D designer or uh, a production designer to actually create the thing you're you're making, uh, even like a you know a coffee mug or a fork or a book or something like that. Like that is a product designer. Uh, product designers think through those things, and oftentimes that does apply into the home goods area um, or fashion design or apparel design. And then, like I mentioned before, the sh- uh, the shoe industry, shoes are a whole other branch of kind of this hybrid of fashion design and product design. You have to know a lot of industrial design, but oftentimes you work together with people too. And graphic designers really uh, kind of branch that area of creating the visual that creates the concept of what's going on and then would work with the team of people to actually create the product. So we've got illustrator, product designer. Uh, next, number three, a graphic designer. Graphic designer is a common listing for a, a job title and it's kind of a I don't want to say a jack of all trades, but sometimes a graphic designer can be um, listed generally for a lot of things. And a lot of times it's visual communication, uh, creating posters for external communication with the company or for internal communication. You've got to let your uh, your own company know whether it's a, a small company, a small church uh, or a larger company and uh, or a, you know, a global company that you're communicating with. You have to communicate to your team, number one, and uh, or other people would have messages for you to communicate and they need to understand what's going on. If a team can have clear communication, uh, they'll be successful and to have a designer help clarify that information. That's a lot of what a designer does is clarify and visually represent the information so it's understandable. Uh, that's what a designer would do. Uh, so that's oftentimes a job title is a graphic designer. Uh, and that, oh man, that really can apply to all of these areas is a graphic designer, but that's commonly what it's listed as, uh, as uh, the job of graphic designer. Next, kind of a, a step up from there would be an art director. An art director is uh, is somebody who kind of oversees the general direction of an overall art campaign or a print campaign uh, or a design campaign. This might be for a product launch or for a company or for uh, uh, a candidacy or something like that. Uh, But this is an art director kind of has the overall visual feel and they might actually work with a design team, uh, the marketing team, the web design team, and then communicate to a senior leadership team uh, and kind of keep everything in in the sights of what the visuals are, what the message is from platform to platform, and then work with a lot of people um, to get that information out there. So an art director, um, typically you have to have you know, five to 10 years of experience to get to that level. Um, that's a common common area for, uh, or a common job listing for a graphic designer. Uh, the next is, is packaging designer, kind of close to a product designer, but specifically for packaging. Uh, you've got to think, especially uh, in today's age with uh, um, people thinking about being environmentally conscious, you've got to think how your packaging has its whole life cycle. You can't just think about the packaging for the product, then it gets to the customer and then it's done. you got to think about how it's made, how it's sustainable, and then what do you do with it afterwards? 
uh, I saw this great example one time where uh, somebody made packaging for a product and then after you were done, you could actually, um, there were flower seeds embedded in the packaging and you'd bury it in the dirt and then flowers would plant or, or they'd pop up. So that was an awesome example of packaging design. And, uh, but packaging design has to look good, has to function well, has to keep your product safe, uh, has to be easily uh, transportable between the warehouse, the factory, and then to stores and for users to, or, or customers to get to. Uh, it's a huge, huge part of, uh, of a product experience as a packaging designer. Next, number six is a promotion designer. So if you're designing event promotion, you might be working with an art director. Uh, so you might be a junior designer or a graphic designer, and you might be working on some sort of promotion for a movie, for an event, uh, for a concert, or for a new release of product uh, or a podcast or something like that. And you're going to design the visuals to let people know about it. Uh, promotion designer, uh, you would let people know about um, you know, something new that's coming up and you let them know within a print form, maybe in a newspaper or a magazine, and then increasingly more today on social media that could be on Instagram or TikTok or Snapchat or Twitter, uh, or on, heck on a website, uh, or on Facebook or something else like that. And a lot of people have their own websites, so it's, you probably put it there as well. Um, but yeah, you'd be a promotion designer and you'd be thinking through that whole life cycle of where do people see this? And then typically there's kind of a rule of thumb of people need to see things seven times to uh, to realize or to see um, that it's really happening. And so a promotion designer's job is to get information out there so people see consistency and they know what's going on. So think about that the next time you see a billboard or hear an ad or see something, try to think through how many times you see it. Oftentimes you have to see things a lot of times uh, in order to for it to really catch your attention. And that's what a, a promotion designer is thinking through. Number seven is a web designer. Uh, our graphic design degree really prepares students to, to think through web design and to be front end web designers. Uh, when we're talking about web design, we're talking about front end web development. So the experience that you see, the colors, the hierarchy, the order, and how you click through things on the website, uh, that's what a front end designer is versus a back end designer. The back end designer works with uh, a lot of coding and make thing, uh, makes things actually fly and work on the back end. Uh, but the front end designer really thinks about the, the end user, the person using a website or an app or your phone, a website on your phone. And you think through how it looks, how you feel when you engage with the site, um, what the process is when you go through the website uh, or app that you're going through. So that would be a front end web designer. And today um, that typically does not involve a lot of coding. Um, there's kind of a, um, a thing that web designers always say is they say that you don't have to know code to be a good designer, but all the good web designers do know how to code. Um, that is, I, I think that will probably still always be true. Um, but more and more so there are more and more platforms that you can design websites on and you don't need to do a single thing with code because sometimes when I talk about code and I hear other web designers talk about code and students talk about coding, I just had a student ask me this the other day. They said, oh, is there any coding with this degree? And I said, there's a little, there's only four weeks. There's not a lot. Uh, and so we try to show you how to be a visual designer. Uh, and it's really nice for those programs that are able now to help students design just visually, uh, much like Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop, you can design pretty similar with those programs, but with other programs on the web and to design a website that people can use. So you can still use your skill sets and then design fully functioning websites without knowing how to code at all. 
All right, number eight, uh, we've talked about typography and fonts. Uh, typography is just another way to say a font. Uh, but number eight is a, a job as a typographer. Uh, there are people out there. Uh, this may be something that some of you may have never thought about. Uh, there's a great series on Netflix called Abstract. And one of the episodes is about typography. If you haven't watched it, I would go watch it. It really explains this field of typography really well. And uh, designers design the fonts that you use. Not only the letters themselves, but then the spacing in between the letters, all the variations of those letters, folds, thicks, and thins, uh, slanted or italic letters. They design all those. And they really have to think through the really small, minute spaces um, in those letter forms. And today, kind of like with web design, there are applications out there where you can design fonts really fast. Um, that doesn't always mean they're good, but <laughs> it makes it designing the font really fast and it does take time to design a good font, uh, but there's less, less backend kind of computer work to do to design your font. Um, there's a great program out there that we use in our program called Font Self Maker. Um, you can Google that. Um, I think it's 40 bucks for the lifetime. It is awesome. If you're at all looking at getting into designing fonts um, and there's, there's some great font designers out there. Uh, I'll give a shout out to, um, to BN Nix, I think it is. Uh, he has some great fonts. You can follow him on, uh, on Instagram. He has some awesome fonts. There's a lot of others too that they'll, uh, designers will create a font, uh, sell it on their website for, uh, for a little bit. And then, then it lives there on your website for, for years and years. And people just keep buying it. So it's kind of a nice way to have some passive income, but it takes a, a lot of work to design uh, a new font or a typeface. Uh, number nine, number nine is a brand manager. A brand manager is a kind of a, a subset of a graphic design job specifically looking at branding. Uh, branding is so important and branding is, you know, much more than just the logo, but it's the whole experience and how you feel about a company and a brand. Uh, it's their logo, it's their colors, it's the typography, it's the imagery that, uh, that company uses. It's what you feel when you think about a brand. Um, it's what you experience in their store. If they have a store, it's the feeling that you get on their website and it's that whole messaging across the board. And oftentimes a brand manager kind of has that overall view of that feeling of a brand, um, the, the emotion that you might feel on there and then how that's visually, how that visually comes across, um, in all the, all the mediums that you'd see it. So on a website, on social media, um, how you, well, not how you hear about it from other people, but how you experience it in the store. Um, think about that. I mean, the next time you walk into Starbucks, what's the atmosphere like? There's always, uh, there's always music playing. I mean, it smells like coffee because it's a coffee shop. All the stores kind of have a similar look and feel, but they all are different at the same time. They all have different artwork. They all have the same product. Um, they all make the drinks the same way. So they keep that brand of the drink uh, level and across the board. So you know what to expect going into a different store, you know, versus versus other stores. So you might think about how, um, think about that the next time you walk into a store. Think about what they are um, trying to get you to look and feel um, or to think about when you go into the store. I love it when, um, I just heard somebody talk about this the other day when they go to, um, Disneyland, Disneyland pumps out smells of vanilla or oranges or fresh cookies or popcorn, um, to entice you to get to buy those things when you're at their parks. They're not the only place that does that, but, uh, it's fantastic. And I, I know that, and I still just smell it when we go there and, uh, um, but it's, it's creates a wonderful, magical experience. They really engage, um, all of your senses and good brands do a really good job of engaging all of your senses. Well, all right. Next, uh, as a publication designer, 
whenever you need things uh, out in publication and this kind of can fall into a role of marketing a little bit too and marketing and graphic design go hand in hand really well and whenever you need publication uh, that might be for social media or for press releases um, or some other form you might uh, be handling a little more writing and uh, but that's uh, that's a part of design as well handling the design of the writing and that gets into a little bit of web design and seo um, kind of your not the publication for seo um, but the writing portion of that goes in there uh, but a publication designer would see uh, most specifically publications in in news or uh, in books or in um, in different areas where you kind of need to get information out about different kind of events similar to a promotion designer the next one, number 11, uh, UX and a UI designer. That one has been really popular lately. I've seen that everywhere. Um, and I'm just, oh man, I, I don't know if I'm going to bust any bubbles here for you UX and UI designers. I actually have to give this whole industry kudos because <laughs> it's it's my, my thought. Uh, and, and this also stems from, I got my master's degree in web design and new media. And part of that was UX and UI design. So UX is user experience design and UI is user interface design so ux is the experience kind of what you feel when you walk into a store think about the coffee shop again if you're walking into a coffee shop what do you see what do you smell or what do things look like how's the experience then ui is the actual physical things you interact with like how do you actually sit down in a chair when you order how do you what do you look for what do you see um, on the menu and things like that so <laughs> ux and ui that that is this is where i'm gonna burst the bubble that is design thinking that is just straight up design thinking um that we do in our program it's just kind of re relabeled in ux and ui oh my gosh you you in the industry you have just done a fantastic job of remarketing and rebranding what design thinking is and you've clarified it and called it ux and ui design which is great we do all those things in our program and we do those in web design especially that's where you get a lot of ux and ui um but uh yeah you'll see a lot of jobs listing uh like those and that's an area that we have in our department and that's just good good design thinking how does a user how does a customer how does a person interact and experience this product this service this store um this building this company whatever it is how are they interacting with this thing and a lot of times that that really um, uh, plays out in web design uh, and in product design a lot. You got to know how people use products. Um, that was it's a great there's a great case study with Febreze. Um, I forget which uh, book this is in, but Febreze was having trouble when they first started. They um, they made this this thing Febreze that you spray and it makes things smell good after you vacuumed and you've cleaned. Um, and Febreze didn't know um, when to like how to market it to people. And so what they found was after observing and listening to people, people would clean their house and then they'd stop and they'd look at their space and they'd sniff and they'd smell and they'd realize, oh, this is clean. And Febreze finally realized, oh, this is the last step. Like you need Febreze as your final, okay, things are clean and they smell good. And then sales, man, just like went through the roof. This, they said, Febreze, this is where it fits into your process. It's the final kind of smell to just that last little bit of freshening things up, which was just fantastic. 
Okay, next let's talk about fashion design. Um, I myself, I went and studied fashion design in Florence, Italy for a semester uh, while I was in school. And then I went on to work for Carhartt, uh, the clothing company out of Detroit, Michigan. I was a graphic designer within the product design department. And one of my big roles was to really help the other designers bring their ideas to life. I would put together concepts and prototypes and help really put the visuals to what they were working on. And then one of my big last projects was to develop the graphic t-shirt line for men's, women's, and kids uh, channels. And so we decided on um, different areas to focus on like uh, farm, outdoors, kind of logo driven things, athletics, and a few other things like that. So it was a ton of fun, five years in total working for them, going uh, all over the country doing different projects and it was a blast. So this, that is definitely an avenue as a fashion designer. Fashion design needs all sorts of support with uh, garment construction and ideas and representing those ideas and then communicating that to your team, to your sales team, communicating that online, on social media and in a variety of ways. So a graphic designer is a great, uh, it's a great avenue and a great degree to go into fashion design with. Next one is interior designer. We've had a couple of students go into interior design and it's all the same principles. When you look at the principles of web design for poster design or branding or layout for magazines, it's spacing, it's hierarchy, it's taking what is the most important thing um, on this magazine cover and then the second most third, uh, second most important, third most important and so on. The same principles apply for interior design. What room are you working with? What are your big pieces? Uh, and then what are your smaller pieces that you're going to put in that room? Then you need to think about the look and the feel and the mood of the room. What does the flooring look like? What does the paint look like? Are you gonna have anything on the wall? What's the material you're working with? Uh, what's the fabric that you're working with here? And who's gonna use this space? Last, not least, this this one incorporates, uh, is this gonna apply to a lot of different fields, but this is the kind of the catch-all category of freelance designer. Uh, I was just talking to some students about this, and this is really, really typical, even when students are in college, uh, and especially out of college, they'll work for uh, one place or a couple places for a while, and then they'll maintain those relationships with uh, those companies and work freelance afterwards, or get to know people in the industry and then get some freelance work with that. Um, also, just locally, wherever you are locally as a designer, the more people you get to know, people start to ask uh, for website development, t-shirt design, logo design, posters, and things like that. So the more you let people know what you do, that you're a graphic designer, work just naturally comes. So those are all those uh, opportunities. Illustrator, product designer, graphic designer, art director, packaging designer, promotion designer, web designer, typographer, brand manager, publication designer, UX, UI designer, fashion designer, interior designer, and freelance designer. Google any of those or jobs for any of those fields uh, and you will find opportunities in your area or nationally or worldwide. There's lots of opportunities in those areas. So like I said before, our program really gears you towards a career in graphic design and we have classes to cover that. So I know we're, uh, we're getting later than I normally go on these podcasts, but uh, I'm going to run through a list of our classes and what we would uh, offer and, and just quickly maybe how they would apply to those, um, to those fields. So we, we always start off with 2D design. It's foundational. It's fundamental to learn those design principles um, for all areas of design from web design to interior design. And then drawing one, it's important to know how to draw. And even if you learn how to draw in high school, or um, at your high school or some other place, uh, it's good to refine your skills in drawing one. 
then 3D design, you get to work with three-dimensional objects in space. Photography one, that's actually darkroom process, and you learn a lot of care and technique uh, and craftsmanship in photography one. Uh, then figure studies or painting one, either or. Figure studies is fantastic because you get to learn to draw the human form. Um, or painting one is great too because then you get to learn how to use oil paints and learn, really, you learn color really, really, really well. Uh, and color is important in so many aspects. So figure studies or painting one. Then illustration, visual voice. Um, like we talked about the career in illustration before. We have a whole class on illustration and uh, it's important to, in that class, to develop um, conversely from figure studies illustration looks at not actually how to anatomically recreate uh, people or things or objects but how to find a style and a voice in that style uh, next is graphic design one intro to visual communication and that's graphic design basics you kind of look at logos and icons uh, and book covers and even zoo symbols in that projects and uh, you learn through design systems in that class that class is foundational Next, graphic design two, typography. We talked about a career in, uh, in typography and developing fonts. And in typography and graphic design two, we look at how to use type. We look at how to use type on uh, in big sets, on posters and a multiple page um, product uh, and then other areas in that, uh, in that category as well. Then we have intro to computer graphics. Now, this is a great class. You learn how to use Adobe Illustrator, InDesign and Photoshop, um, three of the core basic design programs for a designer. And we have design history, industrial revolution to contemporary. It's always good to know what's been done before and how that echoes to today. Then we have graphic design three, product uh, production and practice. Uh, in that class, you really get to start to refine actual real projects. Uh, I mean, uh, hypothetical projects, but you get to walk through the whole start to the finish of a project. Then we have advanced typography. In that class, we really explore hand-done typography and different ways to express letters and uh, create typography and uh, depending on your interest interest we either go to print design or uh, animation within typography which is a lot of fun then we have intro to web design just some web design basics you learn just four weeks of coding not a lot uh, and then we kind of get into the basics of multi-page websites and how to code or how to design for a web experience then we have graphic design for portfolio preparation so you work on preparing pre pieces for your portfolio uh, then we have integrated media campaigns. In that class, we actually do real projects for our community and for our school. It's a ton of fun. It's kind of halfway in the classroom, halfway in an internship, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It is real world. We have real clients and real people come in, uh, and most of the time we deal with real dollars and real products and that. So it's a great real world experience. I'm going to say real one more time. There we go. Uh, advanced web design. Uh, that's really where we focus on UX and UI design there. It's all about the user and the experience, and then we test. We put our websites in front of people and we see how they use it because usually you get too close to a design and uh, you, you kind of have lost sight of who you're designing for so it's good to recalibrate and step back and see how people will actually use your website then we have senior exhibition that's all about getting your portfolio your business card your uh, and your website ready and then to have a show at the end of your senior semester and you get to show off your work uh, oftentimes we get a lot of employers from around uh, the treasure valley here that come and they look through that show uh, and there's job offers or internship offers after that show 
We also require all of our graphic design majors to have an internship. Uh, that's a great practice. You get to learn from real professionals in the working world. And we have a principles of marketing course or marketing communications because um, it's great to have some marketing background and experience. And then you get to choose two art history courses from this list, Art History 1, Art History 2, or Modern and Contemporary Art History. So you get to choose either of those. Uh, they're not in consecutive order, but it's good to know that background of art history. Okay, so that about wraps it up for what a graphic design major looks like, what jobs look like as a graphic designer, and what classes you might take, and maybe potentially uh, things that you might do or know people that do uh, if they doodle in class or doodle on notes or they have stickers everywhere or they have purchased food items or products just because of the packaging or maybe they save it on Instagram because they just like the look or they save it on Pinterest because they just like the look. If you see people or you are one of those people that are doing those things, you might have some design in you that you need to explore. All right, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at VA underscore underscore NNU. That's two underscores for visual arts at NNU. Or you can always email art, A-R-T at NNU.edu. My name is Mike Bartlett, and we'll see you next time.